Hello, everybody, and welcome to Comic Club, your friendly neighborhood comic book podcast. I am your host, Blaine McGaffigan, and I am joined, as always, by Adam, Adman Cook. Hey, Blaine, great to be here. Great to have you, buddy. We are streaming today live from the Comic Cave. Each month, we read a new comic or graphic novel and break it down on the show. This is our spoiler-free shorter episode where we introduce which book we are reading and chat about our first impressions, including The Bare Bones, who this comic is for, and judging a book by its cover. This month, we'll be reading Friday, book one, the first day of Christmas. Adam, give us The Bare Bones. Friday is about the titular Friday Fitzhugh who grew up solving mysteries with her best friend and how she gets pulled back into the crime-solving life upon her return from her first semester at college, despite her best efforts. Blaine, why do we choose Friday for this month? We chose it for one very simple fact. It has Christmas in the subtitle, and it is December. We love <laughs> we love the holidays over here at Comic Club. We're always trying to align. We say that every time. And I was like, oh, I remember a book that had Christmas in it. I don't know how much Christmas will really be involved. I know that this is like, you know, like you mentioned, Friday's home from college for Christmas. And so it kind of has that coming of age story vibe that Comic Club always talks about, always loves. And so I'm, yeah, I'm really excited about something about the nostalgia of returning to your home um, with your parents, with your old friends, with your old love interest, perhaps, Adam. Um, Always... It, it, it has that vibe of Christmas about it and um, layer that on with some mystery, maybe a little occult. We're not really sure yet. You know, again, this is just a first impressions and I'm really excited about this book. Yeah, I think uh, that time period, I love that coming home from college after, you know, a semester away from home. I think that's a very specific, but also kind of unique uh, time period that a lot of people can really relate to. So I'm really excited to see where they take that, how they use that as the premise. And I love that as the setup. Yeah. The, I mean, the whole sort of opening is in Friday's head as she's um, talking about getting thrown into this mystery real fast. But really what she wants to be doing is having this combo with Lancelot Jones um, about something that happened that we're not really sure about what happened before she left for college. And that first, sem- and I think you called this out, that first semester back is always the most raw because you're closest to your high school friends. You're still in touch with them. A year has, once a year goes by, you start to change as people, right? But that first semester back is like, who are you? What is it like? Do you have a new, you know, love out there in college? And it, it, there's so much sort of uh, melodrama that can happen there. And um, again, add a mystery on top and there you go. You have a story. Got a great premise for a story. Yeah, I love that. That period is, you know, like I said, very specific, but also very relatable. All right, let's take it on over to the section of the show where we talk about who this book is for. This is where we break down who we think the perfect audience for this month's book is. If you find yourself in these categories, you have to pick it up. And if not, join the comic club and read it with us anyway. Adam, who is this comic for? This comic is for people that have outgrown the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew. And Harriet the Spy. And 
<laughs> award snobs and people who love great character names. And anyone that liked our episode from January 2022. And Lovecraftians. Uh, Adam dropped his own little mystery there for you, you know, comic club sleuths to go solve. What, what, January 2022? Hmm, I wonder. Hmm. Wonder what the connection could be, folks. Yeah. Issues, get at it. Get after it. Scroll back through the archives. We have loads of great comics we have read on the Comic Club. And go find another episode of a comic you might have read. So um, let's bump on over to Judging a Book by Its Cover, where we like to imagine ourselves walking through a comic shop and happen upon the book sitting on a shelf. What do we think about the cover? What does it say about what's inside? How cool is the logo and everything else? Adam, let's judge this book by its cover. I think this is a very cool and seems sort of like a, a nice archetypal mystery cover. Great use of negative space here because we got, you know, two of our main characters, ostensibly Friday and her friend Lancelot Jones, I think is who it is. They're standing kind of in the background of some uh, barren trees. You know, I love barren trees because, you know, it's winter, the dead, of the dead season, kind of everything is gone. And most of this cover is in black and white. It says Friday, really big, right in the front, and sort of leading down a hill and coming towards the front, the foreground is a dotted trail of red blood and a dagger. And that's the main color. There's also some hints in the background. You see Friday's earmuffs are in red, and her friend's scarf is in red. Everything else is in black and white, very stark. Lots of, like I said, lots of use of negative space. Most of this is actually white, big white snow covered hill. And I thought it was really cool. You know what? It kind of reminded me of some of the artwork for the movie Fargo, you know? Oh, yes. They have a great use of negative space where it's so much white that you just know that it's snow. And then this very stark contrast of bright red blood. So I thought that was cool and something that, yeah, that just reminded me a little bit of that. Yeah, and uh, the dagger in front is like really like an old, old dagger, like almost like a um, a cult Mesopotamian style weird dagger. And right, although the, sub, the subtitle is The First Day of Christmas, it could very well be called, you know, like The Curse of the Red Dagger or, you know, like one of those subtitles that all those uh, YA mystery novels had. I wanted to ask you, Adam, we kind of talked about the sort of YA nature of Hardy Boys and and Harry the Spy and um, Nancy Drew. Did you ever read any of those as a kid? Was that was that a part of your sort of upbringing at all? Not really, to be honest. I don't think I ever read any of those. Uh, I remember the Harriet the Spy movie. But I don't think I ever really read any of those series. I don't really remember if I read, you know, a lot of kind of YA mystery series and um, in general. What about you? Did you read any of that stuff? Not at all. And, and it's like I sort of, it's like I have like a nostalgia and an empty place for my heart, especially because I, I read the whole first issue and the last sort of page is Ed Brubaker talking about his inspiration for this book. And he's really like waxing poetic about whenever I was 10 and 11, I used to hang out in the library whenever I was depressed and I would pick up volumes of, and he's just listing author upon author 
upon like mystery YA novel and all these things. I was like, I never read any of that, like at all. I believe my sister might have had a couple. Harry the Spy sounds familiar. I mean, Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys were 70s, I believe, 60s. I mean, they, they were old school for us, but but books like that have always been produced. But by the time we were kids, I'm trying to think because a lot of it got really fantasy really fast, right? With Harry Potter and, you know, all those. I don't even know what's out now, like Winx Saga, all these weird sort of like, um, you know, YA, Aragon, Dragons, everything sort of became fantasy all of a sudden. And I don't know how much mystery and detective stories are still like in fashion with YA readership. Yeah, I wonder. That was definitely not something that I think was big in my my reading habits growing up. I definitely would lean more towards kind of a sci-fi band, I think. A lot of the Ender's Game books. Oh, yeah. Read a lot of those back in the day. Yeah, my where I did, and, and it leans into the sort of fantasy that I was talking about. I don't know. Did you ever read Redwall or any I of did the Redwall read, series? I did read some Redwall, yeah, for sure. Redwall, for those listeners who might not be familiar, it's this sort of – it is definitely YA fantasy series where all of, you know, knights and – um you know, knights and maidens and all the sort of, you know, trappings of King Arthurian legend, but all the characters are all rodents. They're all mice or cats or badgers or rabbits and sound stupid. But as a kid, I freaking loved it. I read like all the Redwall books. Yeah, those were fun and really striking covers. The the image of those yep. books were incredible. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and each chapter had its own little like, you know, like penciled sort of like like one little image, like almost like right. a stamp, right? To yeah. like kind of um like this is what's gonna ha- a doorway or something. Um so I love that. Alright, well listen, I'm really stoked about this one. What I read so far I loved. I love Marcos Martin's art. It's it's so unique and um this is gonna be a fun one for sure. So if you enjoyed today's episode, we hope you'll join us in two weeks as we read our full episode. Go like and leave a review and tell a friend about the comic club. And you can follow us across the internet at Comic Club Podcast. I am Blaine McGaff on Twitter. And I'm Danger Adam on Instagram. And we'll see you in two weeks for our full episode. Adam? Comic Club out. Comic Club is brought to you from Upper Esh Media. This episode was edited by Adam J. Cook. Our intro and outro music is by Tiger Cup. Katie Livingston at Living Kate designed our logo. If you enjoyed the episode, tell a friend. Follow us on social at Comic Club Podcast and join our Facebook group to continue the conversation online. Remember, everyone, read more comics. Comic Club.